How do we control money? Highlighters. Every Sunday, we go over all our statements, and we highlight the hotspots. And that's how we came up with intelligent text alerts that help watch over your money. Our customers give us the best ideas. Huntington, welcome. Message and data rates may apply. Welcome back to Everyday Ricochet. This is episode number six. Bobby and I are going to be discussing time traveling. And when we say time traveling, we're talking about the things in our lives that make us think back to a better time. Nostalgia. Exactly. A time when it just makes you feel, your heart feels full and it reminds you of childhood or a good time in your life and it fills your heart and your gut with good feeling I remember being a little girl it was before I was in school so I was probably four and my childhood was a little different because my parents were very very young they were teenagers when I was born so we were kind of growing up together but I remember my dad taking me to a plywood store they sold lumber and plywood and just that smell of freshly cut wood takes me back and just reminds me of a time that I spent with my father that it was just him and me and his cousin that worked at the store and we laughed and we played and and it just really takes me to a good place and you know thinking back about that plywood store they had a lot of vanities that you could come in and buy, and it had the sink in it. But, of course, there wasn't any plumbing underneath in the cabinet part. And I had a little monkey doll. I guess it was Curious George. He was to me. I don't know if he was really Curious George brand. But, anyway, my dad used to play tricks, and he would put the monkey in the cabinet part of that vanity. And then I would search the entire store for it, and he would tell me to look down the drain because the monkey fell down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> so when I see little monkeys, you know, that's what it reminds me of. I love going back to times that were pleasant. I don't want to think about the hard times. I don't want to think about, you know, how hard it is being an adult. I want to think about being a child, being innocent, having somebody else worry about all the, the things that life brings you. Yeah. Isn't that funny how when you're a child, you don't think of you have no idea. Nothing. You don't have any worries. The worst no thing that could happen is you could fall and get a scrape. Or you could step on a rusty nail, which my cousin actually did one time. Or get lost from your parents or something yes. like that. Yes. Be in the department store playing in the clothes racks and then all of a sudden you can't find your mom. Yeah, I think we like to always step back away from adulting and think about all those times we spent as a kid or a teenager not needing to worry about anything right and nowadays it's the work grind kids mm -hmm. house bills cars cutting the grass you know yeah. making sure the kids have lunch money which thank goodness we don't have to worry about that anymore right why is lunch so expensive in schools i don't know i heard someone talk the other day they were paying five dollars just for breakfast not including lunch that's nuts twenty dollars a day to go to school to eat lunch public school yeah free school <laughs> anyway thinking about school I, you know 
schools. We have um, an antique mall here in Louisville that if you ever get to Louisville, you need to look it up. It's called Derby City Antique Mall. It's our favorite. It is our favorite place to go and reminisce and look at things. And we find things that we both had as a child and you wouldn't think with him growing up in Chicago and me growing up in Indiana, you don't think about the cups that your grandma has in her shelves are the same cups that Mike's grandma had in his shelves. Right. And, you know, as a child, you're eating out of the same Tupperware bowls. You're seeing the same decorative casserole dishes. And I think that's what is my favorite thing to do, go to that antique mall. First of all, it's an old schoolhouse, I think, right? Yes, that's what, that's what made me think of it is when we were talking about yeah. school. And second of all, as we walk through there, it is filled not with just antique furniture, but anything old. And so... And yes. any time, any given time you walk into those rooms, you get something that really hits you hard. And they change it so that you can go and it's different than, you know, every time you go. But it is, it takes you back to, it just takes you back to a happy place. Bobby and I go there and we can spend hours walking around and we don't generally buy a whole lot when we're there. We might find a couple of small things here and there that we can hang up or put on a shelf. Or but, make a project out of. But those things are, when we find them, it just automatically brings it back home to when you were little and mm-hmm. you noticed that on your aunt's countertop or mm-hmm. um, I think the last thing we purchased there were those white and ceramic white and red canisters. Canisters that yes. I believe every family in the 1970s and 80s had sitting on their, yes. on their kitchen countertop. And we we have a um, a table that is kind of retro. It's an it's new. It's modern, but it's a vintage type style. And it's red and black and white and chrome. And so we're kind of looking for things that are more vintagey. And cool. of course, you know, our kitchen is going to have Coca Cola everything in it um, because that's one of the things that that Mike loves, and it goes along with the colors in yeah. the table and chairs. Yeah, Coca Cola colors. The red and white. Mm-hmm. And black. And so when we go to the mall, we're always looking for something that reminds us of the past. And so that's where the white and red canisters come in. So why do you think that we do that? Why do you think we're always searching for the past? Or we always want to go to the past. But when we're there, when we were there, like I remember growing up in Tennessee not having a lot of anything and it being at the time what it felt like is a miserable part of my life but now 20 years later all I want to do is get back to that place you know the simple side of life right the good old days yes the good old days right and that's the thing is that every time you leave something in the past and you think about it the farther along you go the more distance there is between the actual happening and today you start to forget about the bad things that happen and remember the good things. Yeah, my uncle used to share that with me all the time. He'd say, if you let it go and leave it now, you'll eventually forget about all the bad things that have happened and only remember the good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not great, but, you know, it, it will always be the good old days. You know, one of the things I think is fun is taking our children or our grandchildren with us when we go and they don't know what some of the things from our childhood what they are or what they do just simple objects like kitchen utensils and all and it's so funny the the way that life has changed so much from the 70s and 80s 
just the colors I know taking our daughters or the grandkids. As you can tell, Bobby and I, we do a lot of antique shopping. <laughs> we do a lot of antique window oh, shopping. shopping. <laughs> Mostly shop window shopping. But it's so funny to me when we take the kids and we show them this. I mean, we'll pick something up and, and it'll be a color and they'll be like, ugh. Yeah. Just like we would do if it was the plastic on the couch or right. the green rug or what have you. Right. Shag green rug. Exactly. They all live green and the uh, golden wheat color. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, that's just what it was. Right. You thought your your house was fancy if you had a colored refrigerator in there instead of just a white one. Right. But today you look back and you're like, who in the world thought that those colors were good? <laughs> Appetizing. <laughs> and I wonder if when our grandkids grow up or our nieces grow up and they think about, man, Uncle Mikey and Aunt Bobby had that color refrigerator? Yeah. Or, Why in the world do they have a black refrigerator? Yeah, or, or stainless steel? <laughs> Who had stainless why steel? Why wouldn't you have a pink one? Right. <laughs> you know, why wouldn't you have a little color in your life? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they're thinking nowadays. But I remember thinking about looking at some of those those old things in those stores and just automatically takes you back to a simpler time in life mm -hmm. so i wonder if later on if the kids will see that if they'll think back that was a simple part of life it, it's funny that you say that because when i think about the future and looking back i wonder will they look at certain computers and certain um like mp3 players and iPhones, will those be nostalgic to them because it will have changed so much in the future? Well, think about Brianna. We thought it was humongous when we were buying her her first laptop. It had the DVD drive in it, mm -hmm. you know, where you could put CDs in it. Now, people just a little bit younger than her mm -hmm. don't even know what CDs are. Right. I mean, think about us trying to or teach VHS the girls. VHS tapes? I mean, I remember the girls had their own tv with a little vcr on it and they had tons of vch tapes with their favorite movies and shows on it now if you take kids that are 10 11 years old today they probably never had those they probably didn't see old. them yeah 14 or 15 years old they probably haven't seen those I mean, if, of course, now technology is moving so quickly now mm -hmm. that, yes, I mean, they would. They would know Carter and Reese or even Emma, for that matter, would not know um, really what a VHS tape was. Mm -hmm. Right. They just or a Walkman. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's kind of like us with eight tracks. I mean, they were they were out when we were kids. But it was moving towards the uh, cassette tape. So you didn't really use the eight track tapes and things progress a whole did i say that the things progress they, a whole lot quicker today than yes. they did back then yes i mean my dad had a cb radio in his 1968 amx mm -hmm. you know and he would talk to people down the street his buddies down the street and jimmy and i thought that was the biggest just, most coolest thing you've ever you could talk to somebody yeah. down the street Without using the phone. Yeah, without using that thing in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and you could take it with you. <laughs> now, my son-in-law is saying, hey, walkie-talkie me on the iPhone, I mean on the iWatch. Yeah. And I do, and even that takes me back like, we are using such old technology to play around with a watch that he's 50 miles away from me. Yeah. 
hundred miles away and I'm I'm doing a walkie talkie on the iWatch. Well what about what about FaceTime and Skype? What in the world? Well, I remember when I was a kid and people would joke about someday in the future you're gonna have a, a phone where you can actually see the person. I remember Uncle Jerry um, when FaceTime came out, he didn't want any part of it. It was like, no way. Mm-hmm. And then once we started, you, you know, of course we used it quite a bit. That's all we used. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd get on that iPad and right. he'd start calling us on on FaceTime. And, and he got to see the girls grow up that yeah, way. That's the way, Because yeah. he lived in Chicago and we lived in Indiana yeah. or Kentucky. So that was his way of keeping up with That's our how he kids. watched the girls grow up. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and just kept in time with everything. Now, we still use that, but it's now, for Bobby and I, we use that for everything. When I travel, Mm -hmm. someone asked me the other day, how is traveling affecting your life? And I said, honestly, it doesn't affect my life. It is, I talk to you more now when I'm traveling than when I did when I was at home here just working locally. Mm -hmm. Because of FaceTime and text message and the regular phone, which we don't usually use the phone that much. No, not really. We're just using FaceTime and text messaging. And it almost seems like we're not apart from one another. Mm -hmm. It really does. I know. I think the constant conversation that we have, the constant contact that you and I have, I think it helps our relationship. Even when we're apart because... We can talk to each other all the time. We always have something that we want to tell each other. So I think that that part of it is good. I, I, I laugh sometimes because I think if people read this, if they read our text messages, they would <laughs> think that we were newlyweds. Yeah. Because we say, you know, we always say, I love you. And it's not just once. It's no. like after every other text. Right. And, and you know, someday that's going to be nostalgic. Wouldn't it be cool if, you know, 50 years from now, somebody would find that phone and those text messages and say oh my gosh look at look how much these people loved each other yeah no (laughs) no i'm sure they will i think there'll be a way that you can track the messages i don't think right now but yeah but i I mean but that's why those letters are so important like when my dad was in the army he wrote home and they kept the letters. Yeah, my dad still has a shoebox full of those letters that he wrote his mother mm-hmm. while he was in the Army in 68 and 69. Mm-hmm. I hope that we don't lose that. I hope there's still a way to get back to our time when we have great-grandchildren well, and they're learning about their history. I hope that there's a way for them to just, like, open those letters. Well, you know, it frustrates me because of modern technology. I love it. But then remember what I said to you? Every time I traveled, and I did it one time, I wrote a letter to you. I thought it would be cool for every city mm-hmm. that I visit that I'd send you a letter, um, handwritten letter, and put it in the mail. But it became such an... A chore. Not a chore. It was so f- hard to figure out, okay, where's the post office at in this town? <laughs> and, and knowing if I turned it into the hotel that they would be able to send it off for me. And I did that twice, I think, maybe once, and I beat the letter home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, did you get your letter? What letter? <laughs> I was like, oh, it'll be here two days. 
But it was, it's almost, it's almost like it frustrates me because I want to carry on those traditions, tradition, but with the cell phone, it's so easy just to send a text and say, Hey, how are you doing? This is what the weather's like here. It's seven o'clock and the sun's setting. Mm -hmm. Here's a picture. And here's a picture. Yeah. (laughs) And I can just snap a picture. Yeah. You know, and I don't have to describe it in a letter that's not going to get to you until two days after I'm home. Right. There's that. Yeah. And I think that greeting cards are also going kind of the way of the past. I know that those used to be so important to me when I was a kid. You get a greeting card, especially in the mail. A postcard. You get anything with your name on it in the mail, and it was amazing. Good. I'll switch all the bills to your name. (laughs) I get them anyway. (laughs) But, you know, as a kid, it's, it's just spectacular i know that when when we moved here i remember sending the grandkids um halloween cards that i had made and some of them didn't even understand why the heck is she doing this (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't last long because they just didn't care mama why did mama send me this why didn't she just hand it to me (laughs) yeah so i mean there is a lot of things that are just kind of fallen to the past you know we talk about time traveling or nostalgic one of the things that i think about all the time is when we were in tennessee we moved from chicago at age 13 and moved to tennessee and so the way we kept in contact was writing letters or collect calls every week we'd sit down and write aunt joanne and uncle ted or my dad a letter we could not wait to get one back Mm-hmm. And um, to this day, Aunt Joanne and Uncle Ted would always write at the end, love you bunches, you know, mm-hmm. Aunt Joanne and Uncle Ted. I make it a point that every single time I send an email to Aunt Joanne, I always put at the end, love you bunches. And I know that when she sees that, to her, it takes her back to... It's acknowledging writing, yeah, the past me. where she did that for you. Yep. And mm-hmm. every letter... now. To say that I have one of those letters, I probably don't. I, I might if I dug mm-hmm. deep enough, but, you know, I just remember that. And I know that when she gets that email, because she emails us now, mm-hmm. it's, every once in a while she'll write a letter. But I think she looks for that love you bunches at the end. Another thing that takes us back is music. Mm-hmm. Music is... I think the number one trigger for a lot of people that as soon as they hear something on the radio or on TV, it takes them right back to that moment of standing where they were standing Mm -hmm. at this particular time. I mean, think about it. (laughs) Doesn't matter who you are. If a song from your childhood or from when you were a teenager comes on the radio, you know the words to that song. Well, you, know, you think you know the words of that song. <laughs> but it comes right back to you. You may not remember your phone number because with mobile phones, I mean, you really don't have to remember what your own phone number is, just what everyone else's is. But you're going to remember the words to those songs. You know, not only does music do that, but I think that certain smells do that too. Oh, of course. One of my favorite smells and it's it's a little odd, is Vicks Vaporub. That takes me back to when my mom was caring for me when I was sick, when I didn't feel good. And so now today, that is a comfort smell to me. If, if I'm feeling a little bit like I'm catching a cold or if I'm just feeling down a little bit, it doesn't take much to... I smell that and I feel better. It makes me feel 
comforted. Vicks. Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> and I know one for you. What's one that? of your favorite smells is something I will never understand is gasoline. Oh, yeah. And when you smell gasoline, what does it do? Gasoline makes me hungry. The smell <laughs> of gasoline makes me hungry. But it does. It takes me back. Actually, gasoline and grease. If I smell a certain grease. Like oil? It's a grease. When I smell a certain type of grease, it takes me back to Bridgeview, Illinois, and in, in the hot summer around all the cat equipment or caterpillar equipment. That oh, was, yeah. okay, gotcha. So that's a special type of grease. I know that sounds crazy, but those smells, I can smell it every so often depending on where I'm at, and it'll just instantly, like an old song, take me right back to that spot in the summertime mm-hmm. as a little kid. Yep. You know, and I think we all have those little triggers that happen to us as we... Um, as we're moving so quickly in life and the rat race and then all of a sudden this one smell or this one song just stops us dead in our tracks. Yeah, and I think it's important to stop. I think it's good for you to stop and slow down a minute and think about it. I, I think, think so too. I think it's really important that you take those times and just and I think we I think that's important as we get older. I notice that more as we're getting older and the grandkids are here or the girls are overdoing something you're like whoa they do not need us anymore right you know so when the grandkids are over i tend to really soak up every ounce of time that i can get with them i don't take it for granted i took some of those times with the girls for granted Um, now i realize as i'm watching them move about their lives that hey yeah i've tried to teach them the right way and tried to do the right things and you know, we're all not perfect and we did some really cool things and not some cool things. But with the grandkids, it's like a, you get a chance to really stop and smell the roses. Yes. And yeah. it's it's amazing. And it's something that as parents, you're not. I think that's one of the reasons they that everyone says having grandchildren is so totally different than having ch- children. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I think that um, you can capture the little moments because you take time out and you give them undivided attention and you try to absorb everything that's going on because when you were a parent you were in the moment you weren't thinking about oh I need to remember this because this is something big it was like you took pictures to try to remember those moments but you were in the moment you had to take care of them you had to work you had to Whatever your responsibilities were, you had to complete them. So then when you have grandchildren, you get to slow down. And smell the roses. That's right. And I think that's why grandchildren and grandparents have a good relationship for the most part. Because they they did that together. And Mm -hmm. they remember that. Not to take away from parents. But I know that my grandma Jo was my favorite person in the world. She was when I was a little girl and she still is today. Now the girls or the parents are living in the way that we lived and the number one priority is work and taking care of all the needs and essentials. Whereas we, we get to do the fun things now. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not so, of course, we we are concerned about their well-being and things of that sort, but um, candy and, and soda and, you know, watching what they take and what they do. But at the end of the day, 
we're we're just having fun with them right so we get to snapshot that every second of time we have together with them i think it's very important and i think you know i was told once that everything old becomes new again Mm. and i never understood it until this time in our lives when we're looking at things that happen and it does kind of repeat it looks a little different but it it does repeat i mean look how everything old now is it's not called old anymore or even antique much anymore it's called vintage right and it's cool yeah (laughs) so i think that you and i mike as grandparents i am stating right now we are not old we are vintage (laughs) and we are cool (laughs) oh sure even our five-year-old knows we're not cool we're cool If we keep telling them and we keep saying it enough, or, we'll all believe it. Yeah, or if we change what cool is, if cool means... I don't even know in, if they say cool anymore. Yeah, you sit in the in the chair in the rocker and say, I can't get down on the floor. Or every time you try to move, you hear a, a creak right. and, a, and a pop in. Yeah, and so but I we, don't know who you're not calling old, but I'm old. <laughs> I'm vintage. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, thank you all for joining us today. We hope that this episode takes you back. I hope that while you're listening to this this message today that you stop and smell those roses and you think about something back when that made you smile and takes you back and makes you think how, how lucky you were at that time in your life. We want to thank you all for continuing to support us at Everyday Ricochet. And let us know. You know, give us some comments. We want to know that you're out there. And let us know the things that that you think about when you want to feel nostalgic. Yeah, you can do that on our webpage, uh, www.everydayricochet.com. You can follow us on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash everydayricochet. I know we say this a lot, but we do encourage you guys to write us and give us show ideas and just give us your views of what you think. We love hearing from you guys. So please keep those coming and have a great week. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Ricochet. And remember, it's a good day for a great day. Bye, guys. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to take a spirit animal quiz online. Please be the cheetah. Please be the cheetah. And learn your animal isn't the cheetah, but the far less appealing blobfish. Oh, come on. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 blobfish minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to Geico. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance.